everybody. Here we go! Up to Neverland! Welcome to Detour to Neverland! Just a little bit of pixie dust. Where we interview Disneyers to discover unique ways to express your love for Disney. Think of the happiest thing. Now here's your host, Brendan Wright. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. With us today is another repeat guest way back from episode number three. It's Brandon from Disney Magic UK. Hope you guys um, are happy to hear they're back in Disney World um, for the first time since we spoke to them. Um, and so we wanted to get back on here, get a trip report, hear about what's been going on down there. So Brandon, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, and how's Disney World been so far? Uh, as as expected, it's been amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. So I know um, following you guys on Instagram, this was sort of a last minute thing that you threw together. So what was it that sparked it where you started researching it and decided that it's something that you guys wanted to do as a family? So uh, it just happened to be that I had some time off of work um, already booked in. It'd been booked in for quite a while. Wasn't so sure that my wife would get time booked off work, but she ended up getting the time off. Um, so we just thought, let's go away, let's go somewhere hot, take the kids. <clears throat> um, and we were looking around, and to be fair, it wasn't much more to come all the way to Florida than it was to go to Spain or Italy or France um, for like a beach holiday. And being obviously the, the Disney fans we are, we thought, let's just do it. <laughs> and so I know something you guys were so excited about was being able to go to Mickey's Not So Scary, so I'm sure we'll get to that later in the episode. But was there anything else going on you know, during this time period that, that drew you to wanting to, to go to Orlando? Uh, not anything specific. Obviously, the, uh, the Halloween party was the, the big thing for us because um, we've never been. But I think having been a couple of years ago, similar time, um, we we thought the weather would be pretty good, but not ridiculously hot. Um, so it would be good to take the kids. We'd be able to be out all day. Um, and yeah, it just seemed to, to be the right sort of time to go. Well, perfect. Well, I'm glad you guys were able to put that together and get down there. And so at the time that we're talking right now, you you're about halfway through your trip. Is that correct? Yes, yes. So we've been here since last Friday. Perfect. So kind of what, I guess we can start with your arrival day. Um, after that travel, did you have jet lag or were you able to jump right into the parks? Kind of how did you guys uh, start out the beginning of the trip? So <clears throat> the, for anyone who follows on, us on Instagram, I think I did make a post about this, but we actually lost one of our bags Um at Orlando International. So it didn't, we didn't get off to a great start. There was massive delays coming through security um, then waiting for the bag. So actually we got out, we didn't get out of the airport until about 6 p.m. Um, when we'd anticipated getting out probably around half past four. Um, so that, that wasn't a great start. But putting that to a side, from the airport, we went straight to Disney Springs. Um, we were a little bit tired, but we, we purchased annual passes uh, over the phone before we come. So I decided that we needed to go and get the, the, pick up the actual cards and get everything activated because one of the perks of the annual pass is you get free parking on, for all the parks, um, but you have to have the actual card to get it. So I thought, let's get it because we planned to go to Magic Kingdom early the next morning 
I didn't want to have to, you know, pay for parking, have all that hassle. So, yeah, our first port of call before we even uh, picked up the keys to our villa was uh, was Disney Springs. And so I've heard some people say that they're not handing out as many of the annual pass holder Magic Band sliders. Were you guys able to pick up the sliders? Did they give them to you? Yes. So, so what happened was usually when you get an annual pass, you have to go on to um, – once it's activated, you go into My Disney Experience, so you can then order your uh, Magic Band and it gets sent to you. As we live in the UK, they won't, for some reason, send Magic Bands overseas. Um, so the the cast member at Disney Springs actually said they've got, a, a, I believe it's a new annual pass holder area in um, Liberty Square in Magic Kingdom. And we were actually able to go there. They, we could pick up our Magic Bands there and they had the sliders. There didn't seem any problem. Um, with that at all so that was pretty good well perfect because i know um being a dvc member they used to pass out dvc sliders and now those are a hot commodity because they stopped giving them out so people are all the time on some of the message boards i'm part of saying you know i'll trade you an annual pass magnet for for this or you know so awesome so is this the first time you guys have been annual pass holders Yes, it is. Um, surprisingly, I don't know why it's something we've never, ever thought about before. I don't know if it's because we don't live, you know, obviously it, over here, it's not something that ever really come to mind. But with this unexpected trip and then obviously um, one we've got booked in for next May that we, we spoke about in our last chat, um, it just made sense because the price of the annual pass was equivalent to pretty much buying two separate two-week tickets for, for us. Um, but obviously with the annual pass, you get the perks of free parking, discount on merchandise, on food. So it was just a, a no-brainer, really. You guys, are you staying on property for this trip, off property? How did you guys set that up? No, so staying off property, we, we tend to always stay off property because um, we have tr- stayed off property in a like a resort before so on our last trip um the may just gone we stayed in a, a place called florida's resort which was amazing and from what i read about it was like rated number one trip advisor family hotel so i recommend it to anyone that wants to stay at a resort um but for us my my daughter always wants to be in and out of the pool and it just it's so hard when you're not next to the pool so we always go for a villa because she can just open the door, run outside, and it's all private, and you, we haven't got to worry about her kind of thing. Yeah. So we've got um, we've got a really nice uh, villa in in a, an area called Chatham Park, which is just off one nine two, and it is literally ten minutes from Disney property. Wow, that's perfect. And I saw that you guys posted the picture of the goofy telephone in your villa. <laughs> that's yeah. a that's a pretty unique item. Pretty cool. Yes, the whole villa has loads of Disney stuff. I mean, we've taken loads of pictures that we will get around to to uploading, but I think the first one we uploaded was they they seem to have a table. Uh, The markings on the bottom indicate that it was from either a Disney resort or a Disney um, restaurant, but it looks really old and it it looks Disney. So it's, it's quite cool, actually. Yeah, I saw that picture as well, and I I thought maybe they picked it up from one of those. Uh, I know like there's a cast member store where they sell like old yeah. furniture from the hotels or restaurants, so I, I bet that's where they picked it up. 
yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, cool. So your first full day after you had your, your travel issues, once you guys got settled in, what was the first park that you guys decided to visit? Oh, it's Magic Kingdom. It's, uh, it was, you know, I'm I'm sure that's probably the first park for everyone when they when they come to Disney World. But um, up and early, Magic Kingdom. Uh, we had fast passes booked in, so you know, part of the planning was we'd already sorted out fast passes for Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So we kind of had a plan of where we're going to go. Um, but Saturday, we spent the day at Magic Kingdom. And how was that fast pass booking system? Since I know you guys weren't the full. Re- well, I guess did you book it the full sixty days in advance? No. So we we only we only booked. Um, I think we only booked the the actual vacation the the start of September. Mm-hmm. So we were within about a month. Um, but from what I understand, because we purchased the annual passes, although they weren't activated, they were linked to my Disney experience. So we theoretically we could have if we were 60 days in advance booked the fast passes gotcha so the first day in magic kingdom and i think you're right that i mean that's always the park that that's the first one that i want to go into when i get there what was kind of your game plan did you make any dining reservations what were the what were the big attractions and fast paces that you had that you're able to get knocked out and experience on that first day so we had we we booked um, dining reservations for the Crystal Palace. So breakfast with uh, like the Winnie the Pooh characters. Um, so that was nine fifteen. So pretty early, but I didn't realise the park actually opened a lot earlier. <laughs> um, so I, there was me thinking we'd be in early than everyone else, but that was me being a bit silly. <laughs> But um, yeah, so that was booked, and we had breakfast there. That was, you know, really nice. Um, then we had fast passes uh, for Pirates of the Caribbean, so we went Pirates of the Caribbean. So we we kind of tried to get fast passes for all the rides that we could all go on as a family. So obviously, I've got a three-year-old daughter and one-year-old. So it's just, we were just trying to get on the the better rides really for them. Um, so Pirates of the Caribbean. My wife, we did book fast passes for Splash Mountain because my daughter was just tall enough. Um, and I mean, literally, you probably, there was about a penny between her her head um, and and the, the measuring stick, but she managed to go on. So she was really excited about that. Um, and then we did book fast passes to Peter Pan, um, but that was a little bit later in the afternoon. And unfortunately... We the, we couldn't make it. The, the kids were were burned out by about three p.m., um, so we had to miss that one. Did you do any shopping that day? I know that you guys picked up the cauldron popcorn bucket. Saw that on your Instagram. Any other items that you sought out and, and needed to grab on that first day? So we had, we had a brief look. Um, one of the stops my wife loves to go to is the Main Street Bakery. So she bought her uh, standard fare of cake pops and and I bought a cookie and that kind of stuff. Um, Merchandise-wise, we bought uh, just a few plushies for the kids, um, but that was it for that day. Nothing, nothing too heavy. Perfect. Anything else notable happened that first day in Magic Kingdom? Um, nothing notable. I'll just say that considering I looked on the 
the sort of the, the crowd calendar um, things that you can look at before you go. It seems to be a lot busier than expected. So I, I, you know, I don't know whether that was because it's a weekend, um, but it, it was very busy, uh, a lot busier than we expected. But we still managed to get on a few rides. We had on Little Mermaid, um, as I said, Pirates of the Caribbean, Splash Mountain. We got on about four or five rides. It wasn't a ba- too bad, um, but it was busier than I thought. And do your children enjoy meeting the characters at this point? Yes, yes, they love it. <laughs> my uh, my daughter loves meeting all the characters. Um, my son is still a little bit unsure. Certain characters he likes, um, and then certain ones he just really doesn't like. So for some reason he doesn't like Chip and Dale. Don't know why. Um, but Pluto, he he loves, and he was pulling Pluto's nose and and, and whiskers and everything like that. That's awesome. Well, awesome. So one thing we didn't cover. So how are you guys getting back and forth from a villa to the parks? Did you rent a car or or, or what did you guys do? So we, we rented a car from Alamo um, straight from the airport. So that's who we always rent from. And the only reason I do that is because I'm a bit sad and I like to pick my car and they let you go into the garage and pick your own car. <laughs> Good deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Alamo is who I am doing my rental car for in Disneyland in a couple of weeks. So, uh, oh, right, yeah. good brain. I think you get discounts. So, if you're annual pass, you do get 10% mm. um, discount on Alamo, which is always good to have. I was trying to follow along in your Instagram so I would have an idea of what parks you guys went to. So, was the next day Epcot? Yes, the next day was Epcot, which is my favorite park. So, what was the plan of attack going to Epcot? So again, we'd already booked um, uh, breakfast dining at Chippendale's Harvest Feast, mm-hmm. uh, I believe it was called. So that was a character breakfast there. And that one was before the park opened. So uh, I did put up a little bit of a video walking around Epcot where we were literally the only people there. And the rides weren't open or anything like that. But it was just really surreal to be in somewhere that, you know, usually is packed full of people. Um to just being the only people there it was it was actually a really cool experience yeah I, I went back and watched that video that you posted actually and uh it's just stood out to me that whenever you pass spaceship earth and you come into that courtyard with the gardens which i or with the fountain that i can't remember the name of it, i never realized kind of how big that area is until i saw it uh, where you posted where there's nobody in it normally it's just packed you know wall-to-wall people yeah, it's, it's amazing how you you, you kind of get a, 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 to see the scale of things. That, like you said, when when it's packed, you don't really notice it. Yeah, for sure. So who were the characters that you got to meet at that Chippendale breakfast? So there was Chippendale. Um, then we had Farmer Mickey. So Mickey in a, a farmer's outfit. And we had Pluto as well. So those four. And I'll tell you what, for, we've been to a few character breakfasts. So... Obviously, we went to Crystal Palace this time. Previously, we've been to um, Chef Mickey's, and we've been to uh, the breakfast at the the Grand Floridian. And by far, the one at Epcot we went to was the best. Not only are you in this restaurant that continuously spins round, so the whole restaurant moves, um, and it goes through all the scenes of um, the the land ride, living with the land. So you get which is pretty cool in itself. The food was better, so it's all you can eat, but they bring it to your table, so you haven't got to get up, which is perfect. Um, 
and we saw the characters probably twice for each character. So whereas at, at Crystal Palace, it was we, we were lucky to see two characters, um, but we actually got two full goes of each character, which, which was pretty good. Yeah, I noticed in the picture uh, with Mickey that there's not many other people in the restaurant. So was the not many other people dining at the same time? So there was. The restaurant's actually got like two um, two floors, kind of, or two levels. So there's on the, the ground, well, it's not the ground floor, but the, the lower level, it's booths that are for like, you know, um, probably large families of about five, six people. They were all packed. The upper levels where we were, which were the tables, were was quiet so the restaurant was pretty full but just on our level it was quiet um but yeah it, it considering how busy it was it, it was good to be able to see all the characters the rest of epcot uh what rides kind of what rides were your kids interested in you know did you get to experience any food and wine um you know what how did you guys go through the park so when we finished um breakfast literally as soon as we finished i was straight on the app just check the the times uh, of all the rides and I can't recommend that enough having the app is so handy because you know wherever you are you can see what what's uh, got what's got the shortest queues so we were able to go to the Nemo ride which was um, literally left from where we were of about you know 10 meters away and there was only a, a 10 minute queue which was perfect we could take both both kids on they both love Nemo um, so that was really good as soon as we finished that, we then went over to um, the Figment ride. I, I can't remember what it's called, actually. Journey um, to Imagination. Journey, yes, but it's it's the, the fake one, isn't it? Because it used to be a lot better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bit of controversy there. But, um, <laughs> but again, there was only a five-minute queue for that. So we were able to take both children on there. And for them, it was perfect. Don't get me wrong. Uh, for kids, it's good. Mm-hmm. But I do remember the old one, which was better. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, and then from there, we uh, we actually spent a little bit of time. We went to the baby centre because my son uh, needed to milk. So we, we find ourselves spending quite a bit of the day at, at baby centres. Um, but it's really good that the parks have them, so I can't complain about that. Um, we did have a fast pass for Spaceship Earth. So we then went and done Spaceship Earth, um, which is my favourite ride in Epcot, uh, much to... My wife's dismay because she doesn't really like it. Um, but yeah, that was that was an exciting time for me. And then we did have a fast pass for the Frozen ride for a little bit later. Um, but again, we kind of found out that the kids burned themselves out again. Um, so which is a bit of a, a recurring theme, if I'm honest. But they're, they're very young, so uh, you know it, it happens. So, again, we had to give that a miss. We did briefly, before we left, visit the Food and Wine Festival Centre. Um, main reason is because we were able to get our annual pass holder uh, car magnets there. Um, but we did have a look at the, they had like a chocolate, um, Giradelli chocolate experience. So we went in there um, and we, we did see all the, the different things going on, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, th- we did find out that Epcot during the food and wine festival you obviously get a, a car magnet on your first visit if you're an annual pass holder and on the fourth visit you get a like a, a cheese board with a with a, a mickey engraved on it um so so far we've been able to briefly walk in and out of epcot because you have to go four separate days um 
So tomorrow will be our third day where we have to go in and out, and then Friday we'll be able to pick up our cheese board, which is exciting. Yeah, it's a, I, I guess I wouldn't say it's a free souvenir, but it's an included no, souvenir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, perfect. That sounds like uh, a fun-filled day. And I think that, you know, Epcot sometimes gets a bad rap, especially for small children of not having much to do. But I think that, you know, you guys had a full day there and were able to do things that would, would, would interest them and get to meet some yeah. characters at the breakfast and get to ride some good attractions as well. I think to be to be fair as well, if if they hadn't have obviously been as tired, we, we were planning on going obviously to the Frozen ride which again, they, they can both go on. Um, and then the, the boat ride in the Mexico Pavilion. So actually, there's like four or five rides that the whole family can go on, which is, is quite good for a theme park, um, especially when you, you've got a child of one you, who you wouldn't really expect to go on anything. But to be able to go on five rides is, is pretty cool. So yeah, I think Epcot's uh, a bit underrated. Mm-hmm, for sure. And how is your son doing on the rides? Is he, you know, just kind of taking it all in? What, what's his kind of approach? So, yeah, we wanted to see what the difference would be. Because, obviously, he, when we were here um, a few months ago in May, he was even younger. Um, and, and to be honest, he was just not interested at all. I think he even fell asleep on Spaceship Earth last time. Um, so I wanted to see if he was more aware. And I think the parts that, that he's now more into is actually the queue. So all like the, the sort of interactive stuff in the queues, he, he's really interested in. He wants to touch it all and and look at it. And then when we get on the ride, he's a little bit wary of what's going on. Um, but he seems to be enjoying it. So Yeah. Well, it's a good time to start him out young so that when he continues going back, then, you know, he's used to those sensations and, and able to soak it all in. Absolutely. I was, yeah, and I was going to ask about the queues because I know like uh, the Nemo queue is very uh, – it's not as interactive, but it is very immersive and, and has a lot going on in there. So um, you know, having that kind of under-the-sea feeling. Yeah, just just the lighting and stuff like that really – he seems to really take to it. And like just the, the change in like the wall scenery, he just likes to feel it all. And, so, yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty good actually for him. Perfect. Good deal. So third day, was that Hollywood Studios? Third day was Hollywood Studios, um, which, yes, was a little bit of a a weird one because we couldn't get fast passes for any of the Toy Story rides. Um, So that was, you know, we were just going to attempt our fate there. And to be fair, there's not a lot. There's not a lot in general. in my opinion, and going on at that park because of, you know, the great movie rides being replaced, you know, they're building Star Wars land. So I think it will be really good. But at the moment, there's, there's not a huge amount and not a huge amount for, for small kids, you know, the better rides there, um, which are, you know, Tower Terror and uh, the Aerosmith uh, ride, just that they're, they're, my kids are too small for that anyway. Um, so we actually didn't go from memory on anything <laughs> we we went there and my goal of the day was to find guy behind the magic in andy's backyard and as soon as you walked in i was like a you know starstruck kid i was like there he is he's <laughs> over there probably looked like a crazy person hunting him down um but what, what what an amazing guy um couldn't have been nicer was really happy to take pictures with us gave the kids 
hand us loads of stickers, which was great. Um, and then, you know, yeah, it was just good to, to chat to him and, and, and actually meet him because I've been following him on my personal Instagram for probably a year and a half, two years. And uh, back when he used to be guy behind the castle. And I'd always try to find him, but could never. So it was a, a personal achievement that I'm really pleased I got to do. Yeah, I was so happy to see that picture. And uh, I commented on his post as well because uh, it's been funny because I interviewed um, Kate around the kingdom and then Brett from Guy Behind the Magic. And then, of course, you guys back in episode three. So it's like all of these Detour and Everland guests are coming together in one place in like a week's time. <laughs> so it, it made me so happy to see those pictures. Yeah, I saw that comment. I think it would be amazing if we could have a meet-up. That would be uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully down the road that's something that we can put together. So so uh, no rides in Hollywood Studios. I mean, was there any – did you eat any, uh, have any dining reservations or anything else? Or, or did you go back to the villa that day or head to a different park? So we kind of just walked around a little bit and took it all in. We did then. Uh, we did want to go to the um, the driving uh, the driving movie restaurant, but it was fully booked, unfortunately, so we couldn't get in there. So we ended up eating at one of the um, quick service restaurants. I think it's ABC Commissary or, or something like that. Um, which it, it wasn't great food, <laughs> but we ate. It was you know it, it done the job. And then we just, yeah, walked around for a little bit more before sort of calling it a, an early day and coming back to the villa for a little bit of downtime, a little bit of swimming with the kids and and just relaxing because we knew that the next day we had a really full-on day. Um, so, yeah, just uh, just chilled out for the afternoon that day. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, relaxing is one of the most important parts of being on vacation or on holiday, so I, I can't blame you there. Yeah, you, I think it's important to – you can really burn out quickly, so you need to just sort of take a step back and spend an afternoon by the pool or just chilling out because otherwise it, it can all be a bit too much. Mm-hmm. So what was the next day? So the next day, so coming on to Tuesday, so yesterday, we started at Animal Kingdom um, again. So we had a few fast pass booked in. So the first fast pass was for Kilimanjaro Safaris. Um, have I said that right? Sorry, it's, yeah. it's not. Is it? Is it yeah, <laughs> double guess, my friend. You got it. Um, which is for the kids. It's amazing with the animals. Um, usually, the the queue length is massive. Um, surprisingly, when we got there, the queue, the normal standby queue was only fifteen minutes. Um, so almost a little bit sad that we used the fast pass for it, but we got on within about three minutes, which was great. Um, it then proceeded to pour with rain all the way through the the ride um which i think helped because a lot of the animals actually started moving about so we were able to to get some good pictures it did what didn't help was when we got off our stroller was soaked um but you, you live and learn that that happens i suppose so after the safari we had a fast pass booked for the one of the new rides at Pandora Land. So again, I think it's River Navi. Yep, Navi River Journey. That's the one. Yes, really excited to go on it. Again, a ride that we could all go on. Um, and unfortunately, it was down. Oh no! So 
when we got there, it was down. Um, the plus side of it was that our fast pass for that ride changed to a multi-attraction fast pass, so we could use it somewhere else. But from what I can make out, both the Pandora rides seem to go down quite a lot. Um, I even overheard someone speaking to one of the cast members asking for the money back for their whole day because he said it's the third time that he's been to the park that the rides have been down. Oh, no. Um, so I, I don't know whether or not it is as common as people are making out, but it did seem to be a bit of an ongoing issue there. So for people who are, for ourselves, you know, being only here for a week this time, we're now not going to get the chance to go back there. So it was a little bit disappointing. Um, but it happens, you know, that's, that's life. You just kind of get over it. Um, although it then proceeded to, the day proceeded to get a little bit worse because I decided to use our fast pass for the dinosaur ride to take my daughter on there. Um, and even though she'd been on Splash Mountain, it was the same height restrictions. They said she was too small and they wouldn't let her on. Um, so that was a little bit disappointing. Uh, and I can understand completely from safety point of views, but she was tall enough. Yeah. Um, and it's just a bit frustrating that, you know, there's a bit of inconsistency between rides when they're the same height. A height is a height in my eyes. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it must, was it something as crazy as like she was wearing different shoes or anything like that? No, she was wearing the same shoes. I mean, she she didn't want to stand up straight and you know she's only 3 so it's it's quite hard to get her to to stand up straight but i did manage to get her and they were saying oh she's just too small um she's touching the line but it's her hair so we can't include her hair so i was you know i was just like okay fine you know we'll we'll move forward <laughs> and then we spent the rest of animal kingdom we went and saw uh, mickey and minnie we had a fast pass book for the character meet and greet there, um, which was excellent again. So they were in like their safari gear, which was quite cool uh, just to see them in a different outfit. Um, and from there, fun began because we then headed over to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party at Magic Kingdom. Perfect. Well, before we jump into Mickey's Not So Scary, because I'm so excited to hear about your first experience there. One thing I forgot to ask in Hollywood Studios, I know you guys didn't get to get on any of the attractions, but what were your first impressions of Toy Story Land? Oh, it's amazing. Um, theming is amazing. Uh, but actually, it's very similar to what they've got going on at Disneyland Paris. So they have, I think, I think it's like a Pixar theme land. It's not called Toy Story Land. But the theming is very close. They have like the same, um, all the same paint, all the same railings uh, along the paths. So it was it was weird because it was very familiar, but in a better way. It was really you know maxed out. It was one hundred and ten percent. So yeah, it was it was really cool. Yeah, awesome. And, and my, my son loves Toy Story, like he's obsessed. <laughs> so. <laughs> We we did. I forgot to mention. We did actually queue up to see Buzz. So that was uh, the highlight of his day. Yeah, that's great. Well, hopefully next time you go back um, in May, maybe at least get onto Toy Story Midway Mania or or Swirling Saucers, and and hopefully that'll work out a little bit better to get those fast passes. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. And then in Animal Kingdom, was that the first time you've been to Pandora, or the second time? No, that was the first time. So. It was open last time, but we just didn't get around to doing it. And all I can say is, wow, they have gone all out on the theme in there. 
um, it was just it just it was like you were stepping into something completely different and yeah i think how they've done it is really 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 good we did it we did eat in one of the um one of the quick service places there because i wanted to they've got like weird food that's supposed to be obviously sort of avatar themed and they had like a cheeseburger that was inside a steamed bun um that i would recommend it was really nice <laughs> yeah i um uh... I love that restaurant, but I've, I've had, I think, everything on the menu except for those cheeseburger pods. So I'll have to try that out next time I'm there. Yeah, they were good. Great. So let's jump into Mickey's Not So Scary. Um, did you guys dress up in costumes or, you know, what were the highlights of things that you wanted to hit? So my daughter went as Violet from The Incredibles, um, fully dressed up. We went to Target the day before and picked up an outfit. Um, I was going to go as Mr. Incredible. There was an outfit there that I could have got, but my wife wasn't dressing up, so <laughs> decided not to. Um, my son went, wore like a, a Mickey Mouse um, sort of baby romper, which was really cute. Uh, my wife did sort of have a, a theme top, so she wore a Powerline T-shirt um, from the Goofy movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and then there was me in my just standard clothes looking out of place. <laughs> um, but so that was, yeah, it was, it was nice for the kids to be able to dress up. And my daughter was in her element with a mask on, you know, she had the whole outfit on and yeah, she was getting loads of attention from everyone, which was, was, was really awesome. Um, in terms of what we were looking forward to. So the candy treats, um, the trick and treat stuff, all that kind of thing. We got the bags that they give you, but we then bought a massive bag as well um, and just filled it up with loads of candy. So that was amazing. We in turn, we weren't really planning on going on any rides, to be fair. So we just wanted to go and see the theming, see the parades. Um, but we did end up going on Pirates of the Caribbean that they kind of slightly tweak for the, the Halloween party because so the queue's interactive they have people like hiding sort of in, in the, the fake prisons along the queue line. Uh, and then there was a, a live actor actually in the ride sort of halfway through. So that was pretty cool. And the queue time for that was literally five minutes. So I can't complain there. Um, and because all the queues were so short for all the rides, we decided to take my daughter back on Splash Mountain again. This time I was going to take her um, just so we could get two pictures. Um, and unfortunately, similar story to Dinosaur, she got measured t- three times going around the queue. The first two times, she was fine. The last time, they said she was too short. Oh, man. <laughs> so we had to, to leave, and she was really, really upset. And, and I think I was a little bit frustrated again because I, I could even show them a picture of her on the ride the day or a few days before. Um, and they were like, oh, unfortunately, it's you know still not good enough. But... Don't want to let it ruin the magic, so sort of push past that. But yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking for a three-year-old because she doesn't understand why she could go on it a few days ago and then she couldn't go on it again um, at a separate time. But these, these things happen, you know, you, you have to just accept it. Yeah, that is, uh, I can I can definitely sympathize that that's a, a frustrating experience, especially for her, because like you said, it doesn't make sense to her. Um, so yeah, I, 
I'm sorry that you had to go through that, and but hopefully next time you're there, she'll have blown past all of those height requirements and, and not have to worry about it again. No, no, exactly. Yeah, ne- next time we'll, she'll be fine. So, so yeah, she got over that quickly after we gave her a bag of candy. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but then from there, so the plan was to go and see the the sort of um, entertainment for the night. So they have the on the main stage in front of the castle. They have all the villains, um, including the sisters from Hocus Pocus. So my wife loves Hocus Pocus, so she that was a big thing for her to see. Um, so we, we caught that, and then decided let's go and set our, ourselves down on Main Street and get a really good seat for the parade. Um, so that involved being there forty five minutes of sitting down on the curb. It was worth it because the parade was amazing. Um, sadly, both children fell asleep five minutes before the parade started. <laughs> um, but hey-ho, we, we saw it and I videoed it so we could show them. Um, and then after that, waited for the fireworks uh, and saw the fireworks before making our way back to the car. But overall, the experience, definitely would recommend it. For anyone on the fence thinking, you know, you have to, to buy the extra ticket, um, it if you are an annual pass holder, you do get uh, discounts. But even if you're not, it's so worth it. Not only if you want to go on the rides, are all the rides like five, ten minute queues, so you could really hit up every single ride. Um, the entertainment, the parade, is it's amazing. It's yeah, it was definitely something that we're really glad we done. Yeah, for sure. So I want to ask about a couple things. So I know you guys picked up the Oogie Boogie popcorn bucket. Was the line ridiculous to pick that up? No, it wasn't actually. So we only waited a couple of minutes. It was just that we, we picked it up from the popcorn stand next to Pirates of the Caribbean um, and they had loads. So we were concerned they might have been you know, sold out, but actually they had loads and we, we managed to get it. But the actual merchandise that they sort of roll out for the night, for the party, was amazing. We, we bought loads of stuff. Um, you know, I said that I wasn't going to, but I decided to, to go all out. We bought two oogie boogie um like lights that go around your neck uh t-shirts every, everything you could think of we, we were having a bit of <laughs> <laughs> and did you get any of the specialty snacks and treats so i still have to go through and see what we've got all i know is we have literally one probably about a gallon worth of chocolate um, we got the biggest bag you could buy. It's full to the brim of everything they had. We managed to hit up, I think, about three or four different treat um, trick-or-treat areas. There are apparently hidden ones, but I'd, we didn't find them. Gotcha. And any of those specialty characters, did you guys get any of those cues? Sadly, we didn't, purely because the cues were so long. Um, from what we saw... I think the queue for Jack and Sally was about three and a half hours. Yeah. Um, as expected, obviously. But even for, you know, like Jafar was out, I think he was about 40 minutes. If it was just us, we would have. But with the kids, it's not really practical to do. Um, which is a shame because obviously a lot of the money come out for, for these events. Uh, but yeah, we, we didn't actually queue up for anything. Yeah, that's actually, I love the, I love not so scary Halloween party just, and I recommend it the same as you, but that is one of my, 
I don't know if I call it a complaint, but one of the biggest things that I wish was a little bit better is that, um, you know, we I've been to the party twice now, and both times Jack and Sally was like at the top of my list to meet them. And we were in the park at like 2 p.m., and people were already queuing up over there um, it, near Liberty Square to try to meet them. And, and that's just we weren't willing to, to put that much time and effort into it. And then uh, my mother-in-law went with us once and she waited in line for the seven dwarves and waited like two and a half hours. And, you know, it's the same thing. You're paying for this event and it's time constraints. So it's just hard to commit that much time to meet these specialty characters. Yeah. I think it's a bit of a double-edged sword because you've got all these characters that come out and, you know, you have a queue up for them, but on the flip side, all the the rides seem to have really short queues. So I think there's a, a sort of pro and con to to everything. But yeah, you're right. It, it it would have been better if it could have been maybe managed better, or you know, I'm not too sure how they do it, but just make it so that most people had the opportunity, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it, and I'll touch base on it in a future podcast episode. Because we're getting ready to go to Mickey's Halloween party in Disneyland. And from what our research and what we're, we think and expect to happen is that so many of the rides there have Halloween overlays. That the ride queues are just a little bit longer, you know, instead of five minutes, maybe 15 or 20 minutes. But I think the trade-off is that then less people are in line or in the queues to, to meet the specialty characters um, and, and maybe balances it out a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. It, I, I've read a, f- a few reviews on the, the Disneyland one and it does look, um, like you said, I think the, the cool thing there is the overlays they have. Mm-hmm. And the, the Haunted Mansion has one, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, and that's, yeah, I've, I've, I've looked into that and I was thinking about for this week going all the way to California. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the flight was too long for the kids. But yeah, I, I think you're going to have an amazing time there, to be fair. Oh yeah, we are definitely looking forward to it, and and we'll be doing, uh, I think, similar to what you guys are doing right now. And we're going to do kind of a midweek uh, break, tell our experiences so far, and, and be able to to run through it while it's fresh in our minds. So, so the Halloween party was last night. Um, what do you have planned for the rest of your stay? So um, today we actually went to Magic Kingdom again just to go on a few more rides so we managed to do uh, the buzz light year uh, the buzz light year ride we met ariel so we had a fast pass for that um we done the people mover and we my daughter also spent some time in the like casey jr they've got like um like a, a sort of splash play area um so she spent some time there so that was today and then tomorrow, I think we're going to do a little bit of shopping. We need to visit Epcot first thing in the morning, obviously, to, to stamp in for our third day. So we're on schedule for the fourth day on Friday. Um, and from what we've decided, I think we're going to get there for park opening. We're going to try our luck and try and do Frozen um, and the Mexico ride and then hightail it out of there probably around 10, 10.30ish uh, and do a bit of shopping. Um, and start getting ready, yeah. And then you fly out on Friday? Fly out Friday night, yes. So Friday, not too sure what we're doing yet. Mm-hmm. And so for shopping, is that going to be something in Disney Springs or at some of the outlet malls in the area? What are you guys thinking for that? 
So we're going to do a bit of both. So definitely going to go to Disney Springs. A um, little bit sad because obviously the main, the, the World of Disney shop's still under refurbishment. Um, so it's not fully open until late fall from what I can from make out. Uh, when we were there in May, there was barely anything there. It's now slightly bigger, but it's still not as big as it, it, it should be. So we'll spend a bit of time there. We think we're going to go to the T-Rex uh, restaurant as well for uh, lunch or dinner tomorrow. So we'll, we'll spend some time there. But I think, yeah, we'll hit up the premium outlets um, and definitely for myself going to a Nike store so I can buy some trainers. <laughs> so next trip is in May, correct? Yes, next trip, all booked up uh, for May. So uh, from memory, I think May the 4th we go, we fly out, uh, and that will be a, a two-week affair. So, yeah, we'll be able to spend a bit more time um, doing what we love best, which is sitting, you know, walking around, sitting around in the Florida sun. Um, if I could move here, I would. <laughs> uh, yeah, can't get a visa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so is there anything that you've already kind of mentioned that, you know, you're not going to be able to hit up on this trip that's going to be at the top of the list for that trip in May? Yeah, so I think hopefully, obviously the Pandora rides, um, if they're up and running, we're definitely going to make sure we, we, we try and get the fast pass stuff for that. Uh, also, Toy Story rides, um, if we can utilize the 60-day fast pass because we'll have more time then, hopefully we can get the fast passes in for all of that stuff. Um but yeah, just probably be able to be a bit more of a relaxed pace. This is only the second time we've we've been here for a week. We usually do two weeks, so it, it is all a bit on you know go go go. So it would be nice to to step back and be able to do it a little bit at a slower pace. For sure. Any trips to Disneyland Paris in the works? Not. At the moment, we may, I say we may, we probably will, I'm sure. <laughs> um, start of the year, we'll, we'll start getting some, some Disney jitters. Um, but as mentioned uh, last time, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Disneyland Paris. Uh, a lot of people are probably going to shoot me saying that, but it just doesn't do it for me. It doesn't do it. It's just not the same once you visited Walt Disney World? No, it's not. It's, it just doesn't have the same feel. I don't know why. It might just maybe I'm just a bit bit spoiled. <laughs> but yeah. Well, perfect. So, just kind of wrapping it up, what are some of the key takeaways or some of the highlights from the trip so far this week? Um, you know, what kind of uh, stands out of some really great memories that you guys have been able to make? So, I think firstly for us just becoming annual pass holders um is that we think it's amazing. I'm, you know, really pleased that we've done it. So being the trip that actually, you know, got it going for us, we're going to now continue, I think, every year to, to renew it. So that's a really good memory. But I think this time we've been able to spend a lot more or we've focused a lot more of our time meeting characters, so for the kids. So whereas before um, they were a little bit young, you know, my daughter, a lot, she's been... This is a fifth time. Um, but before she was so young that the characters, although she know, she interacted with him, it wasn't really a, a, a thing for her. But now she runs up to him, she hugs him, she gives him a, you know, a cuddle, kiss. 
So we, we focused a lot more time on that. So I think that's the, the standout memory is getting to meet all the characters and then having all the, the pictures. So yeah, that's the standout for me. Yeah, so over the next couple of weeks, um, someone, if you're not already, then uh, you need to go follow Brandon and Katie at Disney underscore Magic UK. Are you guys going to be unveiling, kind of rolling out all the pictures that you took on this trip over the next couple of weeks and months? Yes, yes. Um, we're also aiming to do a giveaway. So if we can get to a thousand followers, we will be doing a giveaway from something we pick up on this trip. Perfect. Well, that sounds awesome. Well, it seems like you guys have had a great time so far. Um, so I'm so you know happy to hear that everything's been going well and you guys have been able to experience so much in a week and able to book that trip last minute. How has that been not having kind of the full planning process that you would for a, a typical Disney holiday? I think actually it's, it's not worked out too bad. So I'm a bit of a, um, a bit of a loser and spend a lot of my time planning throughout the year anyway um, and obviously as you know we booked our trip in may about a month and a half ago so eight nine months in advance so for me it was a bit of a, a scary thing to do definitely some learns that i will take away um and definitely things that i've done differently because it's such short notice that i would never do before um the standout for me is we flew with um an airline that we've never flown with before to Orlando. And it wasn't a great experience. Um, but it just happened to be there were the only ones who had a flight available, such short notice that met our needs and that wasn't crazy, ridiculously priced. Um, so yeah, just a few learns I'll probably take away. Yeah. And some questions that I wrote down and I forgot to ask throughout the conversation. So did they ever find your bag or is it lost forever? So at the moment, it seems to be lost forever. So I put the claim in um, and you have to like log it on like a website and you can track it. Um, but basically, they'll keep saying they're tracking it for five days. And if they haven't got back to you in five days, it will then go to a claim to claim what was inside. So I think it's it's lost. What's really, really, really annoying is I don't know if you're familiar with how Orlando is now, the airport. Um, but you used to be able to pick your bags up once you went through customs and then you just took them all the way to obviously your rental car. They're doing some refurbishments now. So that what, what happens is you go through customs, you pick your bags up, you leave the customs area, you then have to put your bags on a separate baggage um, belt that they then get to the main terminal for you. So what's really irritating is I had the bag. <laughs> I had the bag in my hand, had to put it on the separate belt, and it's got lost in the airport between one terminal and another terminal. So that's what's most frustrating is that I had it, but there was no other way. You had to put it on the, the, the conveyor belt. Yeah, it, yeah, that, that would be extremely frustrating because you know that it made the trip – you know, it, it landed in Orlando and you had it physically, yeah. so. Yeah, oh. I, 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 it wouldn't have mattered if it got lost and gone to another airport because that would be, okay, uh, you know. But the fact that I had it. <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah, hey-ho, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry to hear that and, and hopefully it'll it'll turn out before you guys head back. Yeah, we'll keep optimistic. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, good deal. So same plan for the trip in May, you guys staying off property, renting a car again? Yes, same plan. Uh, slightly bigger property for next year, um, just because we had a bit more time um, to plan it out. But yeah, property's all booked. Uh, the car is booked. Everything's booked, basically. The only thing we were going to obviously have to sort out was the tickets, but now uh, we're all sorted, uh, being annual pass holders. So that's, uh, that's nice and easy. Perfect. Well, one last question, and it's something I meant to ask at the beginning. Since you guys kind of booked this somewhat last minute on short notice, how did that conversation go? Was it you or your wife? Who was the first person to say, you know, crazy idea, let's go to Orlando? So it was me. Um, so we, we kind of both discussed, obviously, once we realized we both had time off from work, we then just thought, let's go on holiday. Um, let's let's go away somewhere. Uh, the reason is my parents are on holiday at the moment. And my parents, my mum my usually looks after our children whilst we're at work. Um, so that's why I had a week off anyway, because I had to book it off so I could look after my daughter. Um, my parents are away, so we were like, let's just go. <laughs> um and after looking around and thinking, I thought, let's just price up and see what we can get. If it's going to be crazy, then we'll just go somewhere closer to home. If it's reasonable, we'll do a week in Florida. Um, my wife was on board straight away, um, being as, as Disney assist as I am. She was like, yeah, let's do it if the price is right. And yeah, we got a good deal. Um, the only downside is I had to book all this separately. So usually I book it as a package. Um, but this was all booked sort of separately, separate flights, separate villa, separate car. Um, and that's the only way I could work it out to be a reasonable price. But yeah, she was on board straight away. And then we just thought, let's do it. Well, perfect. Well, I'm glad that worked out. Glad you guys went down there and uh, created some new memories. Yeah, it's been amazing. Well, awesome. Well, Brandon, thank you so much for joining us, giving us a midweek trip report. Um, you guys, the listeners, everybody needs to go make sure that you follow Brandon and Katie at Disney underscore Magic UK. You can see all the pictures from this trip and also follow along on future trips. I know you guys um, did some Instagram lives on this trip. Is that something that you want to continue doing on, on future trips? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I've been trying to actually do it a lot more. The only problem I've had is um, the Wi-Fi seems to be quite bad. It keeps cutting in and out. Um, and then my cell signal isn't great um but if i can i want to do it you know if we do end up going anything else tomorrow i'm going to try and do it but for the future definitely i think it's a cool way to bring people in yeah absolutely well you get back to it enjoy the last couple days of your holiday and we will catch up later on uh, hopefully get another trip report when you guys go back for two weeks in may definitely perfect all right thank you thank you thanks for having us Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Visit our website at DetourToNeverland.com to catch up on the blog. Also, don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast. Detour to Neverland underscore podcast. Have a great day.